Hi, and welcome to Stressed, the podcast to develop your stress resilience. Being ambitious and successful while living a happy life is possible. Learn how you can better cope with stress in day-to-day -day situations by applying tools and techniques that work for you. My name is Julia Arndt, and I'm extremely grateful that you decided to check out my podcast today. Let's get started. Hi, and welcome back to Stressed, the podcast to develop your stress resilience. My name is Julia Arndt, and I'm super excited that you are spending a little bit of time with me today, because today we're going to talk about your brain health and my brain health, actually, because Rob Martin, who I interviewed for this podcast episode today, is a specialist in brain health, and he actually scanned my brain a couple of weeks ago, and we are talking about my own brain health health results and of course as well how you can keep your brain healthy active and fit and it's a super inspiring interview and we actually recorded this interview for the second time because the first time when he was here in my home in Lake Tahoe um, the audio didn't work and I was really really sad because we had a really awesome interview and then I realized afterwards that the technical side of things didn't work so that was a little bit frustrating but we made it work Rob offered his time for a second interview and yeah it's it's super interesting so I'm really excited to share this with you and I hope you're going to take a lot of insights away from today's podcast episode and a couple of announcements announcement number one is that my eight-week online program from stress to empowered when you are listening to the podcast today on Monday the 16th of December then today is the last day that you can register and sign up for the FSTE community in 2020 so last chance to buy um, the program and last chance to spend the program live with me together. We're going to have 30-minute coaching sessions every week starting on January 10th and um, where you're going to get specific input on how you can better master stress in your life, move from stress to empowered and build a life that you love. And I would love to see you there. I have already a few participants from really amazing companies and you will obviously have access to the exclusive community as well when you are joining the program so I really really hope to see you there and announcement number two I am sure that after listening to the podcast episode with Rob you will be wondering if you can also scan your brain and so for those of you that are really really interested to learn more about your own brain health and to get your brain scanned I want to offer to you to reach out to me And to schedule time with both me and Rob. So what we discussed with Rob is that we are open to come into your company and to offer a day of brain scanning and stress management training because what you will learn in today's podcast episode is that you will need to obviously know what's going on and then you will need to make changes and adaptations to your lifestyle in order to keep your brain health up and running so if you are interested Rob and I have decided that we are going to make a really special offer to you and your company you can invite us to come to your company and Rob and I would come together where we are scanning your employees brains 
months and afterwards I will hold a stress management training on how to best use the results that you will receive from Rob right away um, on the day off and how you can implement changes in your life. So if you are interested, make sure to send an email to me, julia at bluemountainmindfulness.com. I will of course leave all of the contact details and all of the information in the show notes as well. And yeah, I would be super excited to come to your company and to help you understand how your brain functions and how we can work together. So that's all I wanted to share with you today. As always, if you are listening to this podcast episode today and you have a friend or family member or a colleague that you think this episode would be for, then I would really, really appreciate if you could share it with them because I think it's all about sharing and all about helping people get better and help people understand why it is so important to take care of ourselves and I always love to hear from you it's really really wonderful to get your messages so if you would like to leave me a review and a rating on iTunes in order to help other people find this podcast I would really really appreciate it because my mission is it to help as many people as possible make changes in their life understand that stress management is a skill that everyone can learn and that yeah that it is not so hard after all so thank you so much already in advance for that i am super excited that you're here so same time same place next week but for this time around let's get started with the podcast interview with rob enjoy julia Hi, Rob. I am so excited to have you a second time on my podcast <laughs> um, because the very first time when we recorded the podcast live in my house in Tahoe, unfortunately, the tech technicality, the technical side of things didn't work out and we didn't have any sound to our video. Um, so I'm very excited to have you again today and to talk with you about brain scans. Welcome Hi. to the podcast. Thank you, Julia. Thank you so much for having me. It's an absolute pleasure to be here. I know that the first one, the first podcast was truly magical, but unfortunately <laughs> none of it was recorded. So we'll go to part two. Exactly. And I'm so excited that you're talking about magical because your background today is so much more magical than the first time. <laughs> because um, if people are watching the video, you have a beautiful um, Christmas decoration behind you. And yeah, I'm very excited. That sets the, the, the stage very nicely. Yeah, thank you. I will pass that along to uh, Mrs. Martin. Okay, great. Thank you. Well, Rob, um, I'm super excited to talk with you today about the health of our brains. And before we jump in, I always ask this question to all of my podcast guests because I think it's always interesting to hear where you are located and what you've been up to and which time zone you're in. So we give people a little bit of an idea of who you are and where you are. Sure. So I'm in Sacramento, California. So Pacific Standard Time. Uh, we are a Boulder company. So we're one one hour off from that. But uh, yeah, I'm in California up until uh, for another year or so, and then I'll we'll relocate to uh, Colorado. Nice. Great. And what have you been up to this morning? It is almost eleven o'clock in the morning. And what have you been doing this morning? Well, so I'm talking with a couple of uh, potential customers in just outside of Tel Aviv. Um, had a call with a biohacker group out of London and uh, talked with a excited clinician out of Calgary, Canada, all in 
one morning. I, I love Mondays wow. now. That's my new. That's my new tagline. Is I love Mondays. Yeah. Wow. That's really impressive. Well, let me see. This morning I talked to uh, Denmark, Copenhagen, at seven o'clock in the morning, because I interviewed someone from Microsoft for my book, and then I had a meeting with two people from the Bay Area, so not so far away. So I can't really compete with you today, but. Um, it's great. It's great to see that you're so internationally um, spread out and talking to so many different people that are interested in um, scanning their brains. Yeah, people are really interested. People want to know, you know, and that's that's the thing is, you know, for the first time, you don't have to be sick or injured and you can ex take a take a peek under the hood and understand exactly how the brain is functioning mm -hmm. today based on a number of factors. So, yeah. Awesome. So before we jump into Huawei, which is the company that you work for and that does the brain scans, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Who is Rob and what have you been up to over the last couple of years? So I've been in medical device for the last 20 years, uh, cardiovascular, and uh, led a number of different sales and marketing roles, leadership roles. And I took probably a year to decide whether or not to jump and, and uh, take a leap of faith for for brain and thankfully I did because it's actually changed my life it's changed the life of my family it's changed family and friends just because we're actually able to impact and quantify everybody's brain and where they are today and so but I've been in I've been in cardiovascular medical device sales for quite a long time uh, calling in healthcare large hospitals that sort of thing mm -hmm. great and so who do you work for today so Wavi Co. is is the company. We're a Boulder company out of Colorado, mm -hmm. and uh, it is the it's the idea of of my boss, the CEO David Oakley. Dr. Oakley is uh, he's he's particle physics uh, was part of a couple of different Nobel teams, mm -hmm. and um, so he is. This was his idea, uh, which is an interesting story. A little over ten years ago, walking into his primary care doctor's office and you know, not feeling like he was getting a lot of information about him and nobody was measuring his brain. And he thought, well, well, this is a, this is a, this is an easy fix. This is probably a three-year project. And so here we are a little over 10 years later <laughs> and we're still at it. And uh, so it's been a really, it's been an amazing story uh, of Dr. Oakley and the collaborations that we've had up until this point. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. Tell me a little bit more about the story of Huawei. And maybe you have even a one of the brain scanners um, with you so you can hold it into the camera and show the people as well what it looks like. I do. And, you know, Wabi is a really interesting story. Part of the reason why I decided to, to make the jump. Um, so Dr. Oakley partnered with Dave Jaffe. And so Dr. Oakley had the, had the great idea of measuring brain performance, cognitive performance and or decline. Um, And so he was able to work with a gentleman by the name of David Jaffe. And Dave Jaffe was the co-founder of the Pulse Oximeter, which is typically used in just about every hospital setting now, right? And so that, that led, so the software development of that and the headset, the beginning of the headset were formed. And then they ran into a, a longtime friend by the name of Scott Siemens, who is the founder of Crocs, which is the reason why I'm involved with Wavi. And so Scott took a look at this and that's where, You know, the croc material comes mm -hmm. into play. And so for those of you, it's, it's got that croc shoe, that, that rubber feel. <laughs> and it's it very has the funny, it has the, the super crazy color as well. The orange. That's, we've got, well, yeah, this is one of the more muted ones. Uh, we have all the colors of the rainbow now. It's, it's, nice. it's pretty cool. Um, 
pink, all the, all the different colors. And so when, and then Scott, so Scott was, he looked at the, the last, the previous headset and says, okay, we can do, we can do better on this. He took it to his friends in Italy called Momo Design and they design all the Ferrari helmets. Mm. And so you have a little bit of that amazing uh, design and, and beauty of, of uh, Momo and their intellect along with the croc material, the endomicrobial croc material, all in a class two medical device that is yeah. lightweight and, uh, and easy to use. So it's a really interesting story. And so that's the whole thing about Dr. Oakley is he's just, he's, he's collected a number of uh, unique characters along the way. And so I'm just fortunate mm -hmm. to be one of those unique characters yeah. um, that has, <laughs> has joined the movement. Absolutely. Very cool. And so you came to Tahoe a couple of weeks ago to measure my brain health and also to scan the brain health of my assistant, Kelly. And let's talk a little bit about the results because I think maybe we can show best what we can do by sharing the results of my own brain scans. Sure. So. Yeah. So yeah, first of all, you had, I'm looking at your results right now, which I'll show up here in a second. So you had, you had, you have a great brain, uh, both you and Kelly had great brains. So clearly the things that you're doing in your life are, are making a difference and, and we can quantify that truly objectively. I mean, that's the thing is that there are another, there are a number of technologies that are out there that may be a little bit more on the subjective side. Um, but the one thing about Wabi is that we've made it really easy for people to understand their brain performance, their, their cognitive performance. And so in a short four minute scan, which is what you went through as well as Kelly, um, we can give you those results. And normally you'd have to be in the hospital. Like I said earlier, you didn't have to be sick or injured to get an EEG. And that's what we do. We, we are looking at EEG. Mm -hmm. um, it's a class two medical device as far as a headset's concerned. And we're looking at evoked response potentials. So when you had the headset on, and, and the interesting story about the headset is that it's, it's made of a material uh, that we know of the Crocs, right? The shoe, the Crocs. Mm -hmm. And uh, so it was a lightweight headset. Uh, you had a little bit of saline that was, that was in the carbon fiber electrodes that was touching your, your scalp, right? Through your hair. Mm -hmm. and, and that's it. So you didn't have any connective gel. You didn't, it didn't take an hour or two to set up. Um, the results were done in four minutes, and I read the results for you right there. Mm -hmm. um, and so the, the three things that we're going to look at are brain reaction voltage, uh, brain speed, and your physical reaction. Then we'll give you a, a topo view of, of your brain from the top down. Mm -hmm. And so for the first result that we show right here, <laughs> and I'll, I'll try to point to it. I like right that. It's, it's like a doctor. Okay. Yeah, like exactly. So here's, <laughs> this is your brain reaction voltage. Okay. And it's based off of a normo range within your age. and so. We're looking at, uh, you had a 19 micro voltage. Normals for your range are nine, nine to 21. And so you can see that in, in the view right here is that you can see that you're actually very high norm, okay? Mm -hmm. Phenomenal brain. And this is the brain's battery, okay? Mm -hmm. this, is, this is the acute. And so if you happen to have a, you know, if there was a car accident or for athletes, if they get a concussion on the field, this is the one that's going to take the hit, that the battery is going to mm. take, take that um, absorption. And so, you know, that's the thing that we need to do to make sure that we're uh, good to go back to work, good to go back to, you know, any, anything. So your voltage is actually phenomenal. So um, that's Question. the first one. Yeah. yeah. Question on that. So, um, if somebody is really sick, would that would that mean basically they have you know they have lower brain voltage, but they can recover and it can go back up? Absolutely. The brain is resilient. That's a beautiful thing. I mean, I can speak to just me personally. 
since we are the thermometer of the brain or the scale of the brain, we're not diagnostic. We're just giving you extra data that you normally wouldn't have had. And so for me personally, when I first scanned um, well, almost three years ago, I had a 21 voltage and a very fast, I don't know, it was like 270, I don't know, it was, a fa it was on the faster side as far as the speed's concerned, which we'll go into in a second. Um, and then I continued on with you know, the work-life imbalance that I had at that point. By the time I decided to jump to Wavi, I scanned the first week on the job, and my voltage had dropped down to 14, dropped 33% in that period of time, about a year and a half, almost two years. And so for me, Julia, it was, it was sleep. Um, obviously, a little bit of stress, I think, that was involved in there, probably travel, probably lack of uh, exercise, not a great diet, but for me, it was sleep. And I felt it. I mean, I, but I couldn't quantify it. So now I had a baseline now to look at. Well, I was at 21 mm -hmm. and now I'm back to 14. So that's where I went on a journey to try to figure out my sleep. Um, there's a lot of amazing technologies out there. Me personally was using brain tap and understanding mm -hmm. you know, the brain waves and helping me get into a relaxed state so that I could actually get some sleep. And so mm -hmm. scanned again six months later and my last two scans have been 19 and 22 microvolts. Wow. So I've been able to get it back. And so I've got that, I've got that ability to, to do that. And, and we, can, we can regen new neurons. We can always improve. Mm -hmm. uh, you just have to give the body a chance to do that. Mm -hmm. Very fascinating. Okay, let's go on. So the second result is which one? So the second one right here is the, this is the uh, brain speed. So this is how quickly your brain responds to an uncommon tone. Mm -hmm. And your result was 264 milliseconds. Normals is 248 to 322 milliseconds. Mm -hmm. So again, a very, very, very fast brain. Mm -hmm. And so what we're talking about with EEG that makes it a little bit different is we're talking about evoked response potentials. And so when you listen to those uncommon tones or those high-pitched tones, mm -hmm. your, your brain responded to that. And we can measure that in 19 different positions of the brain. Mm -hmm. uh, but for you specifically, Uh, your your fastest number was 264 milliseconds, really quick, okay? Mm -hmm. And so that tells me that your brain is responding to those uncommon tones, and it's truly objective. You can't, you can't just you know, subjectively ask, hey, how you feeling? This is your brain. <laughs> your brain is actually responding very well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very cool. And is there any influence, since we talked about it from that first perspective, that first result that we just looked at in comparison to that second result, how, what would that influence? Like, is that the same thing? So if, if I'm sick or if I have a concussion or anything, then that also would go down? Or is there any other factors that would influence that result? So the main, the main factors as far as everything go, when we talk about lifestyle and, and the brain reaction time, that is, that's the chronic part of it. So the acute part is the voltage, the brain's battery. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there are no, everybody's different. So it's really hard to make one certain, you know, you're, di you're different than, than me. And so, but it's always going to get down to, it's always going to get down to sleep. It's always going to get down to lifestyle as far as, you know, are you exercising and what kind of exercising some people exercise too much and that's not good for the brain. And if you don't exercise at all, that's obviously not good because we're not perfusing. Mm -hmm. um, talking about nutrition, the right nutrition. I mean, there's a reason why you decided to move from Silicon Valley and, and live up in beautiful Tahoe. I mean, you're feeding your brain on a, on a daily basis, going mm -hmm. for walks, getting mm -hmm. out of nature, um, the right supplementation, you know, there's nootropics out there. There's a lot of different factors that go into that, mm -hmm. but it's always, it's always the nutrition, the supplements, the sleep and the exercise. Mm -hmm. So basically 
all of the results would be impacted if I'm not having a healthy lifestyle. So it's not like one would stay stable because it's just a re representation of my brain's um, reaction, for example, and the other one would go down or something like that. Right, right. So, you know, for, for this one, so, uh, you know, we've measured a lot of things from the neck down in our mm -hmm. life, blood pressure, heart rate, mm -hmm. uh, blood panels, maybe we'll step on a scale. Number of um, steps. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Number of steps. But unless you, so if you take that data and don't do anything with it, then it's just a, it's just a data point. And so mm -hmm. we're giving you an actual data point that measures from here and understanding exactly what's going on and how our lifestyle is affecting us up here for the first time in a very affordable, very efficient, efficient manner. So if you were to, if you were to have a, you know, a tourniquet on your arm for 15 years, what would that do to your arm? probably not going to be good for you. So, but if we, now if we can actually quantify what's going on with our brain based on the things that we're doing to our body, mm -hmm. you know, now we, now we have something pretty powerful. Yeah. And I think we talked about this the last time as well, but I think what is really powerful about this is the same thing as if we would show a person what would happen to their bodies if they would smoke for 20 years. I think there's like these scans or programs nowadays that show kind of the deterioration. Deterioration, that's a very hard word for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, it shows the deterioration of your body when you are, when you would be smoking for 20 years. And I think I compare that a little bit similar to the brain scan because it it's kind of a check-in to show, hey, like here's the data, black on white, um, here's how you've maybe lived your life over the last couple of months or years. Um, and then having also that feedback of like scanning maybe six months later and being like, yes, I can actually see the results of my hard work in the brain scan, I think is really powerful. Huge, yeah. It's, it's, there's a reason why we're taking calls from concussion experts within the NFL, the NHL, um, talking with certain folks in the NCAA, um, Olympic teams and individuals. Mm -hmm. We just scanned a, uh, a potential Olympic boxer not too long ago because, you know, they're concerned with, you mm -hmm. know, brain performance. And so the yeah. cool thing about it is, is it actually, <clears throat> we can quantify if there's, if there's been impact, right? So we can give that data and share that with the practitioner. Mm -hmm. uh, but the beautiful thing is, is that you can actually tweak the performance of these athletes based on their diet and just tweaking it just right. And not, and everybody's a little bit different, both in, both in diet, the supplementation, their sleep, mm -hmm. the stress, mm -hmm. um, there's certain things and we can measure all of that. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's great for the corporate executive who's trying to, you know, meet the stressful demands day in and day out, meeting the sales demands, the marketing demands, whatever that may be as well as the athlete, it could be weight loss. <clears throat> Talking to weight loss companies, mm -hmm. when you think of someone whose mitochondria is probably shot, their voltage is really low, their diet's you know, not great, and, and that leads to all of that. And so if we can baseline them <clears throat> with a doctor's you know, protocol and then measure them 30, 60, 90 days, now you have mm -hmm. something that really, just like the cardiologist, Dr. Boone in Colorado, I never thought I'd be talking to cardiologists about brain performance, but Dr. Boone's taught us a lot about that. And, and he was in the same boat seven years ago when he started scanning brains. And he said, well, I, you know, I don't really know anything about the brains. I know there's, you know, there's a left side and a right side. But he said, once he started scanning these brains and, and basically creating a, a Boone brain age because of the normal ranges in both speed and voltage, you can create a, something that's directional. It's not absolute. But if a 48-year-old like myself comes in and gets scanned because – because I come in for a bad heart, but I get scanned and I have an 80 year old brain. Mm -hmm. He then goes back to the, to the patient and says, okay, what do you want to do? 
And the patient's like, I will do whatever you want. And so his results are amazing because the patients actually take accountability. And, you know, they, for whatever reason, the brain seems to be a little bit more responsive than someone if they had a bad heart. And so we quantify so many situations, whether it's youth, you know, mental wellness and youth um, to, to the elderly. Uh, I was just in an amazing facility outside of Marietta, Georgia last week and scanned six of their residents and some of their leadership team. And there was, there was a brain. So you're 264 milliseconds. There was a 79 year old that had 244 milliseconds. Wow. And he was an engineer, but uh, that's just his brain. His brain's really fast. And so just as, just as you want to optimize in that as an athlete, um, you know, the, the elderly can still optimize and generate new brain neurons if they understand the right lifestyle, a little bit of exercise, eating the right things. The socialization is huge, you know, being social. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Okay. So let's move on to the third result that we can see on the piece of paper that you're holding so nicely (laughs) into the camera. Physical reaction time. So the physical reaction time right here. Okay. So this is how quickly. So when you were taking, when you were doing the scan, you had, you had the mouse in your right hand. And when you heard that high-pitched tone, you clicked physically with that mouse, right? Mm-hmm. So when you heard the high-pitched tone, you click. And so we're capturing how quickly your physical response time is in addition to how quickly your brain's responding. And so yours is 327 milliseconds. Normals are 254 to 366. So again, you're right in the norm right there, mm-hmm. which is great. Mm-hmm. And so what's interesting is that your, your physical reaction time is a little slower than your brain. Your brain's super fast. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, that's something that I typically see, but um, this is the, this is just how quickly you responded. I think, if I do recall, I think you were careful on your clicks, like you wanted to make sure you had you clicked at the right time. And so, I think you were thinking about it. Was I is that correct, or do you remember? I think you know what I think. It, there were a couple of different points that day. I, I think I felt very anxious that day. I think there was just a lot of stuff going on. We we had already spent a lot of time together before we jumped on the on the test and there was definitely fatigue involved and i think it said on your ex- explanation below the third point as well that fatigue can impact the brain re- or the reaction time um sure. but yeah i i you know it's also interesting i was i was also thinking about it afterwards like what would happen if you would for example do the brain scan in the morning when i'm fresh and i'm wake up you know in versus maybe two o'clock in the afternoon when we're slowly going into like that that dip of the day where we have maybe less productivity and less, um, you know, where, where we have just like that little dip in the day yeah, where so we need to recharge. It's, it's no different than a scale. Um, mm-hmm. you, you know, if you, if you step on the scale and I'm <clears throat> 175 pounds today and I get on the scale tomorrow, I'm 176. Yeah. <clears throat> it's kind of the same thing. You're not going to see a big result. We have, there are different nootropics and different things that you can, you can take to increase your brain sh- uh, short term, but it's a, it's a long-term play, both in your, in your speed and reaction, reaction time. Mm-hmm. Um, so the physical reaction time, uh, you might be able to improve it. If you're more of a morning person, you might be able to improve it a little bit, mm-hmm. but again, it's, it's, it's a measurement today. It was a measurement that day. Right. And so yeah. when we scan again, maybe we scan in January or February, yeah. um, we can scan again and, and, and see that the changes that you're doing in, within your lifestyle, what they impact. um, and, and just yeah quantify it right yeah can you explain to people so one of the other you, things that oh, yeah one question um can Go you ahead. explain to people what nootropics are because i'm sure that maybe for some people this might be a very new word or term that they've never heard before 
Sure, there's just there's some, there are a number of supplements you can take that specifically increase the performance of the brain. So mm -hmm. it's it's general. There could be modafinil. There could be a number of different things that um, you know I've I've heard. You know, there's there's folks that are doing uh, taking low dose nicotine, um, low dose psychedelics that uh, increase and, and help rewire um, mm -hmm. the brain. There's new pathways and that sort of thing. So. Um, I don't, I can't really speak to it. I don't, you know, I, I can speak to modafinil. I, I've been new to modafinil. And so that's one of the, one of the things that I've, I've been using personally, but yeah, that's, it's a, it's a whole line of, of potential supplements that are out there for everybody to, to improve their cognitive performance. Yeah. Interesting. Maybe I'll get a specialist on the show for that specific topic. As yeah, well. that'd be a good one. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. So you were just showing us the next part of the results. Yeah. So this is, this is your brain right here, Julia. This is your heat map <laughs> from the top down. So let's see if I can get this right on the screen. So this would be, this would be the front, this would be the back, mm -hmm. right? And then the left and, and the right. And so this is, this is your thumbprint of your brain. Mm -hmm. This is, so the red is the higher activity that's going on with your brain. Mm -hmm. And then the blue is the, not a lot of activity, but this is, this is your thumbprint of your brain. This mm -hmm. is how, this is your brain right here. My mm -hmm. brain is different than yours, um, than, than Kelly's and everybody. So we think that this could be the thumbprint, uh, moving forward in the future. So that is your brain. Everybody's a little bit different. It's a beautiful brain. It's a great heat map, um, as far as the activity and the voltage is concerned. So, mm -hmm. um, one of the better ones that I've seen, certainly. Very cool. And then there was a result as well that was not so good, right? Um, I want to talk about that as well, because I do remember that. And I think that that result gave us an indication for um, anxiety and depression in, the, in our health history, right? Right, right. So the one that you're referring to is the frontal alpha symmetry. And so this one showed up... Um, you were at, what was it, 0.5. Normals is 0.9 to 1.1. Mm -hmm. It's correlatory towards anxiety and stress. Mm -hmm. It's not an exact marker. But what's interesting is, you know, I, you know, in getting to know you, you're not one that I would think that would be <laughs> anxious or stressed. Uh, but then when you actually opened up after the test and we talked about it, you know, you're still trying to work on things to, to mm -hmm. help your, um, your own well-being, right? And it's the yeah. reason why you move from Silicon Valley and move to Tahoe, right? And so everybody's got a different story. So we pick up on that. I scanned a, um, a UFC fighter, um, one of the, one of the top, top UFC fighters in, in, in their sport. And he has a successful business. He's got 50 fighters under him. I mean, he's, he's a marketing and, and businessman as well as a fighter, even at his age. And his was off the charts really high. And it, and it makes sense because he's balancing a lot of different things. He's got a fight mm -hmm. coming up. He's got 50 fighters under him. He's got a gym. He's got the whole thing, right? So there's a lot of different things. This could be something that you would see a lot of. I bet in corporate wellness, if I were to go back mm -hmm. to my old company or go to any of the companies that are out there, uh, you would pick up on a lot of this. So you're, you're not the only one. You're yeah. not the only one. <laughs> and, um, and what I loved as well, and you already talked a little bit about this, is that I could scan my brain again in six months. I obviously was diagnosed with depression and anxiety last year. Um, so that is obviously in my chart and in my history. And maybe six months down the line, still working on all of the tools <laughs> that I have as well um, in order to manage my stress that could improve, right? And that could go up. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. 
it would, I'm sure it will improve. Yeah. Um, you were saying that usually it's best to do like 30, 60 or 90 day scans, like not from one day to another, obviously, but to do it in like longer periods of time. I think if you're trying to quantify lifestyle, I think that makes sense. Yeah. Um, if, if it's an injury that clinicians are utilizing it, then mm -hmm. it could be more on the week to week basis, depending on what they're looking at. Mm -hmm. uh, but as, if we're looking at lifestyle, I think 30, 60 days increments, you know, makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, and so that you can make minor tweaks, uh, you know, we've scanned some folks who are, you know, extreme athletes and it doesn't always show up great uh, for their brain. And so working out too much is almost as bad as not working out at all. And so you, you have to have that time to, to recover. And that's why there's so many great technologies out there to help you recover. Yeah. Um, but I think for you, I think, yeah, 30, 60, 90 days. So. Mm -hmm. Very cool. And I just saw the date on the piece of paper as well. It's already over a month ago. Wow. That you came to Tahoe. Time is flying by. <laughs> Crazy. It was, it was dry and warm and now you're under uh, several Now we have snow. like, yeah, two feet of snow out here. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Um, I'm just looking at the other questions that I had for you. I just want to make sure that we are covering everything. So how can we use brain scans today in stress management, for example? I think you touched already on a couple of different things, but I want to just kind of summarize it because you do always talk about brain wealth and health and then at the same time, lifestyle choices. So how, how does that all connect together? And what, when people are listening now, um, could do in order to have a healthier brain? Well, so everybody's different. It's, it's a, that's a loaded question. It's hard to answer, mm -hmm. but you know, I think the biggest thing is to first is to get a baseline. Mm -hmm. um, you can't improve anything unless you're measuring it. And mm -hmm. so once you've got a baseline, then you have a chance to dig in and figure out, you know, maybe it's diet for me, maybe it's sleep. For me, it's been sleep, but that made me go on to a whole hormone panel for me to really optimize my body, which makes me think about my diet. I've gone on a 60 hour fast, which mm -hmm. is something I never thought I'd do. Never mm -hmm. thought I could actually do, you know, mm -hmm. frankly, and was able to do it. And I'm going to do again in January. I'll do another one um, because of the benefits of that. And so I'm trying to continually tweak because I know the impact of that is going to be positive for my cognitive performance. I don't want decline. I want to continue to regen new neurons and that's it. So once you had a baseline, Mm -hmm. then it's, it's the, it's the chance for you to make those, those changes and then, and then to keep it right, to keep those changes going and keep your performance at a high level when you're thinking quickly and because you're sleeping well and you've got the right nutrition and you've seen part of it, Julia is just seeing it. Like, you know, I can't, so I, I'll ask you, I mean, what was it? I mean, physically, mentally, once you saw your brain, did it give you a different did it give you some confidence that, you know what, I've got an amazing brain and I want to, I want to keep it yeah. and I want to continue to improve it. I mean, and that's what I see is when people see their brain, they're like, wow, that's my brain. What does that mean? <laughs> and what can I do to improve it? Yeah. And, and they take, they, they take the results and they, they run home, they tell their loved ones, they tell their neighbors is like, this yeah. is my brain, check it out. You mm -hmm. know, it's the coolest thing. Yeah. I mean, I'm even thinking, especially in the corporate world, which is obviously my target audience and the people that hopefully listen to this podcast, um, mostly, you know, they are really interested in their own productivity, right? Like, how can I remain the high achiever that I am? How can I keep my productivity up? And I'm sure, like you said, if we would go into a company today without any you know, preparation without people being able to have a good night of sleep or have good nutrition that day. Um, but, and also obviously 
in the past, um, we would probably see a lot of unhealthy brains. Like we would probably see really fast brains, but we would probably see, you know, probably high levels of that frontal um, cortex like high stress anxiety kind of levels as well. Yeah, the frontal symmetry, the, the frontal alpha balance would be would be off. When when you take a when the brain takes and the body takes an assault, and it could be electro, it could be EMF too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the cell phones that are out there and the 5G that we've got, it's you know, it's not great for a lot of people. Some people are very sensitive to that. Yeah. We're starting to see more and more of the practitioners that we have that have Wabi are treating these patients and you know, so when, when that assault happens, you know, the body, and that's the alpha balance, that alpha balance, those alpha peaks that I could show you on the Wabi report, Wabi report, you know, retreat and go back into Delta. Mm-hmm. And so depending on how severe those assaults are, you know, sometimes the brain just stays in Delta and that's where people just can't get out. They just can't function. And so if we can get, again, if we can just get out the thing I've been talking about lately, is just getting out in front of it. Why mm-hmm. wouldn't you want to know for the first time now, Mm-hmm. And you're not sick, you're not injured, you're not in the hospital, you know, spending thousands of dollars, mm-hmm. you know, an hour test, you can get it in four short minutes and really understand what's going on. So could we, for corporate wellness, for the corporate executives, for the sales, the marketing teams, IT, could we be a little bit more productive if we understand truly the impact that's ha- happening on their bodies right now? Um, you know, working smarter versus just working longer, harder hours, you know, having the three or four screens up you know, and the toxic light that's going in your eyes and your brainstem and into your brain, you yeah. know, there's ways to, to impact on that. And so if you have a baseline, if you're looking good, then you're looking good. Mm-hmm. But I, I got to tell you, and you and I know this both, there's going to be some low scores. And so yeah. um, in those environments, people are very competitive, just like the athletes. And they want to, they want to be, you know, acting and feeling the best so they can perform okay. well for their companies. Yeah. How did you know that it was sleep that you really had to work on? Because obviously while we and the brain scan doesn't show us like a specific metric that we need to improve on, it just says lifestyle and we have to figure out ourselves um, what it is related to what, what much. So that was my first, that was my first attempt to try to figure this thing out. Mm -hmm. I've known for years that I haven't been able to sleep well. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's the stress of the job really wore it hard Mm-hmm. Um, there would be nights I'd be lying awake and chest would just be, you know, pumping. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, I just, after so many years, you just, you, you wake up too many times and you're just drained and there's not co- enough coffee in the day that gets you going and the workout started to kind of fall apart. And so it's a cascade of events and then the diet goes right. And so, so I started with sleep. I, I, I learned a little bit about that, the toxic light, um, Mm-hmm. You know, the glasses that I wear at nighttime to help me keep in, get in my circadian rhythm. Mm-hmm. And, and then the other part of it is, like I said, the brain tap, which is really amazing. It's light sound therapy for your ears and eyes. And mm-hmm. so it's almost a meditation for me um, to, to have that when I go to bed. And, and sometimes when I don't have it, I've actually learned ways to do breathing and certain things for me to get into a good REM. And cool. so that for me, that's, that's what I believe is, is increased my voltage. Uh, but I'm going to continue to to work at it and see how to, how much I can improve it. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I mean, I work with my one-to-one clients all the time <clears throat> talking about sleep specifically when we're talking about stress management and they always report back to me after a few weeks and months trying it out and getting into a more consistent rhythm of going to bed in the evening and waking up in the morning, how much, like 
how how much of a difference it made to them and how powerful it is for them to be more focused and productive at work during the day just because they go to bed maybe an hour earlier than they did before and sleep an hour longer and that makes all the difference yeah and how would you know i mean unless you've actually baselined yeah. your brain so now that you can actually measure something for for very little now you have a way to to see the improvements and that's the true satisfaction when you see the improvements and you feel the improvements mm -hmm. that's a win win right there yeah so when people are listening now i'm sure they question now how can i get my brain scanned like how can i get to, to Huawei and do that Myself. Right. So you can go to our website. It's wavimed.com. So W-A-V as in Victor, I-M-E-D.com. And you can click on there and look, find a practitioner near you. And so it'll give you a global map of, of where our practitioners are. Mm -hmm. It's growing, uh, which is great. Uh, we have a number of practitioners on the West Coast. We have a number in, in the middle of the country and we are, we're growing rapidly globally. So actually in Canada, there's been an amazing, amazing response too, which is pretty interesting. But, awesome. yeah. uh, but as far as, as Australia, New Zealand, Israel, London, um, Sri Lanka, India, it's been, wow. been fascinating to watch. So yeah. Yeah. And you've been a very busy, busy person. <laughs> very busy. Yes. Um, but it's, it, you know, this is truly my life's passion now seeing the changes. I've seen some amazing things that our practitioners are doing. Um, with some folks who are, they're, they're, they're pretty, they were pretty hurt and they had, they had, they didn't have the greatest for whatever their situation was, but I've seen some amazing things. And of all the technologies that's out there, this is the one that quantifies the great work that they're doing. And it's just been powerful to watch. And so when people get a chance to see exactly what's going on with their brain and they make a change and then they see the improvements, I mean, that is, it's just, it's so powerful. It's been fun to watch. So. Yeah. my new life's passion. Yay. That's awesome. That's really cool. Great. Well, I always have a couple of questions at the end of each podcast interview. So I would like to move into those. And the first question I always ask is what are you most grateful for? I am most grateful for my family and uh, we've had an interesting last uh, year plus. And so a lot of change and uh, but I am most grateful for for my wife and my two daughters, uh, my wife Susie and uh, Lexi and Mila. Okay, we're gonna say hi to all of them. I'm sure they're gonna listen to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, they, pretty sure they say dad's a dork, but uh, we'll just keep on going. That's okay. Um, yeah, no, it look, I, I'm, I'm looking at you with this amazing background, it looks very beautiful, and we see even some family pictures in the background as well. So that's great. Thank you. Um, the next question I always ask is, are there some life values that have really come up for you over these couple of years and that you really live your life by some, some wisdom or some, some values that really mark your life? So I always put myself in other people's shoes to truly answer. Um, I try to have those questions in my mind, like how would they want to be treated? How would they want to be talked to? What's mm -hmm. good for them? Um, me personally being sales for over 20 years, I don't like salespeople. And so for me to be in this for a long term, um, all I, I, my principle is basically uh, making friends and solving problems. So if I can build the trust and, and the relationships and the rapport, mm -hmm. then I had the ability to 
maybe dig into some of their their shortcomings, their their problems that they have. And if I have a solution, then then I provide it for them. And so those are the things I do is put myself in other people's shoes and mm. make friends and solve problems. I love that. And there's a really great book by Dale Carnegie, um, How to Make Friends and Influence People. I always think yep. about that book when people talk about putting putting yourself in other people's shoes because that's yeah. what we need to do in order to really form powerful, long-lasting relationships and yeah, get what yep. we want as well out of it. That's right. right. Yeah. Very cool. And so talking about books, do you have a book that you find really fascinating or that has changed your life? So there's one that I'm reading right now and I've gone back and forth in different parts, but it's called Superhuman, uh, mm -hmm. Dave Asprey's latest book. And so I just find it fascinating on all things, uh, nutrition and sleep, all the different hacks that we can do to really personalize our own healthcare. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's a adventure that I'm on right now. And he's a, he's a wonderful, wonderful gentleman and a very bright mind, obviously. And, and so that's the one that I'm diving in right now is Superhuman by Dave Asprey. Very cool. Awesome. And so what's next for you, Rob? What are, you, what are your plans for 2020? 2020 is going to be exciting. We have uh, some strategic planning that's going on right now. Mm -hmm. uh, we've, I've got about another week or so of, of travel starting uh, Wednesday. And so finishing the year strong with that respect. Um, but 2020, we're looking at, you know, expanding quite rapidly and, and scaling this thing out. Um, you know, we're a, we're a small company at this point, And so we're looking at some key uh, strategic partners to, to help us scale this and, and share Wabi with the world. Because once people understand that they can access and, 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 and dig in to see exactly how their brain's performing and then they can make the changes, it, it's a super powerful thing. And, and that goes with our, our data set too. So every scan, assuming that everybody like yourself, you sign the IRB consent, goes in the cloud. Mm -hmm. And so we've about 25,000 scans in the cloud mm -hmm. and we have some amazing data sets because it, all it is is raw anonymized EEG, four minutes of raw EEG data. Mm -hmm. And so we have some powerful data sets on two year onset of Alzheimer's and three year onset of Alzheimer's, ADHD, dementia, depression, uh, PTSD, migraines, and every one of these waveforms have a certain characteristic. And mm -hmm. so artificial intelligence is, is helping figure that out. And so could we get, you know, five, six, seven years out onset of Alzheimer's, we'll partner and collaborate with anybody that wants to solve these problems, but we're going to be able to collect this data, this mm -hmm. rich brain data. And so that's what Wabi is trying to help awesome. the world think better and, and hopefully solve some of the bigger problems out there. Yeah. That's incredible. I, I think data will be so huge on this and on all the different things that you just talked about. And I do actually have one more question because I do know that you're traveling so, so much. Um, how do you manage your sleep while you're traveling? Any tips for our listeners that are probably traveling a lot as well? So limit, uh, so limit the caffeine. Um, okay. I limit the amount of toxic light that goes in my eyes. So I have my two dark glasses that Again, they filter all, they make the colors a little different as far as the laptop or the iPad or the television, mm -hmm. but that, that enables me to keep in my circadian rhythm, whether I'm in a time, different time zone or not. Mm -hmm. um, uh, diet's huge, diet's huge. And then you got to find time to exercise. So I go now, whether I want to or not, and I'm going to hop on a <laughs> treadmill, at least I can read or whatever, and then do simple, simple things, just like small little hip workouts, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and then hopefully I have my brain tap and then I can always put that on and, and, you know, keep the, uh, keep the rim going. 
Nice. Yeah. I think rituals are super important when you're traveling to make sure that you're not getting out of rhythm when you are traveling um, because that's yeah. so easy to do, right? So yeah. Sugar has been a big thing for me too. That's the one thing that I've noticed in my body is, is sugar. So I try to eliminate the sugars, um, especially especially at night, if not most of the day. Um, it's a tough thing to do in in the U.S. Everything's got so much sugar in it, but try to eliminate that. That's that's been a big thing for me, so that I'm not churning all night. Yeah, that's awesome. Great. So, last question: If people would like to get in touch with you, Rob, how can they best do that? So, me personally, or just the the company in general? Um, but whatever you are comfortable with, I would say. So we'll. We're on every one of the social media platforms. So LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. So Wabi Med, you can find us there. Give us a follow. There's great information multiple mm -hmm. times a week that we're sharing. There's so much information about cognitive performance and or decline and the things that are going on with that. Um, mm -hmm. So we're sharing that on, on our social media platforms as well. WabiMed.com is our website. And then me personally, you can, you can look me up in any one of those, but um, my email, I can give you my email if that makes sense or. Yeah. Well, yeah. maybe you'll just give me my, give you, give me your email this way sure. <laughs> and I'll just put it in the show notes. So if people are interested yeah, to reach out to you, um, they can do that there. And then I think on LinkedIn, you're present as well. If they want to reach out over LinkedIn. Absolutely. Yeah? Absolutely. Yep. Awesome. Well, it's been a pleasure. I'm sure that this time the video and the sound have been recorded <laughs> and I'm very excited to share this episode with my listeners and with my audience. And thank you so much for your time. I think it's incredible what Wabi is doing and I'm very excited to stay really close and see what's, what's happening in the next year as well. We are excited too. And Julia, thank you so much for, for having me on, having Wabi part of your network and your storytelling. Um, we can't wait for the future and I look forward to uh, your follow-up scan and see the yeah, great same. things you're doing to yourself. So yeah, absolutely. Appreciate the time. We will, we will report. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much, Rob. Talk to you Thanks, soon. Okay. Yeah. okay. Sounds good. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye, -bye. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, I would be extremely happy and grateful if you could leave me a comment and a 5-star rating. If you know someone who would benefit from the information I talked about today, please feel free to share it with them, no matter if it is your friends, your colleagues and or your family members. You will always find all links and a summary of the podcast in the show notes. It would be great if we could connect on Instagram or via email. You can find all details of how to find me in the show notes as well. In that way, you can also send me any questions that you might have. And as I mentioned, I also have a wonderful YouTube channel now where you can post comments and questions. So please reach out. I'm glad you're listening to this podcast. Thank you so much for your trust. With gratitude, Julia.